What's up, beautiful? And welcome to Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and I'm here every single week to bring you juicy episodes that are loaded with tips, tricks, ideas, powerful mindset shifts, and all the things related to helping you have empowering, sexy, thriving, deep relationships. So buckle up, grab yourself a glass of tea, wine, bubbles, and get cozy as we dive into this week's episode. Oh, hello there, gorgeous soul. And welcome to the Relationship Badass Podcast. (laughs) I am your delightful, (laughs) delightful. I meant, I intended to say delighted, but sure, I'm pretty delightful. (laughs) Your delighted and honored host, that is me. My name is Nikki. And I am truly honored to have you in this space with me right here, right now. Welcome, if you are new, and welcome home if you've been hanging out here for a while. (laughs) We have been coming, we, I have been coming here every single week almost. There's been a couple exceptions. For almost a year, you guys, for almost a year, every week, I feel fucking badass. I remember starting this podcast Literally, I devoted a single Sunday. I remember this so well. I was like, I want to start a podcast. How can I get my message out there? People don't take the time to read as much anymore, but people will listen to podcasts because they can do it while they're running or doing their laundry. So I thought, okay, if I want to get this message out, I need a podcast. Word. So then I was like, how the fuck do I start a podcast? And I devoted it one entire Sunday. I said, I am going to learn how to make a podcast from start to finish and produce my first episode on this Sunday. That's my only goal today. And you guys, I fucking did it. I used Wiki and Wikipedia and Google, just a bunch of articles that anyone could find to learn how to do this, how to record, how to edit, how to set up an RSS feed, how to link it to iTunes, get it on Spotify, all the things. And I made my first podcast art on Canva. That's a free design app. Okay. Now, longtime listeners might remember that original art. It was like light green and it had this little heart in it and a little phone symbol. Um, My media guy who designed my current art, he's brilliant. His name is Ty. Uh, If you want his contact, you just let me know. Uh, he used to call my old, he called my old art a sad Valentine. (laughs) So here I have this art I made. I'm not a design major. I recorded this podcast literally in the little built-in speaker on my laptop. Today I'm coming at you with a microphone, but those first three or four episodes were all recorded just talking into my computer. And it was janky, you know, like I listened back and Obviously, it's grown and improved over the year. It's been alive, this baby of mine, this podcast. And so I I guess I share all of this with you guys just to remind you that you don't have to have everything in place to start walking towards your dreams. If I would have waited for myself to be quote-unquote ready, I might not have ever started this podcast. But I decided that I can work with what I have. And of course, I have a dream for it to be more grand and professional and this and that and I can still hold the beauty of getting something out there, right? I figured, well, if I get an episode out there and it's not perfect, at least it's out there and people can hear the message. Now, I must say, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard my very first episode called The Five Pillars to a Badass Relationship, I think that's what it's called. You might just pause and go listen to it. It's so good. It's probably, I think it's my most listened to episode and it's just so good. So juicy. Yeah, so here we are, episode 44. Honored to have you here with me. I would like to start this episode today with some gratitude. I 
and it's so easy right now because <laughs> wow I'm, I can almost access tears instantly just going back to my live event this weekend you guys this past weekend I hosted my first ever full live event oh I was joined by 19 beautiful humans which was really exciting and there was magic there was connection, there was emotion, there was triggers, there was ahas, there was heart opening, there was discomfort. And <laughs> I just want to say thank you to every single human that chose to spend their Saturday afternoon with me. Thank you for trusting me to hold you in my space. Thank you for seeing what I have to offer as valuable enough to even be worth your precious moments. And thank you for getting it together and getting together the funds and the time and the energy and everything you needed to do to make it fucking happen. Oh, so beautiful. You guys, I'm like totally ecstatic from this weekend. And of course, there's going to be so many more live events in the future. This was just complete confirmation. And so I'm feeling really stoked about that. And I am just so like, I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming to this event that I poured like literally every accumulation of knowledge, pain, growth, wisdom that's happened in the last three years touched this event. And so what, what a special treat for me to bring that to you and what an honor and, and joy for me to witness you all receiving that. Oh, so good. So yummy. Yeah, so thank you to all of you beautiful beings that showed up with me this Saturday. We got real, and we got deep, and we got delicious. Mm. Now, if you're listening and you're like, yep, that was me. I had so much fun. I could use your help. Keep, keep spreading the word. Share your experience with your friends, with your family, on social media. Um, just if you, if you really were impacted by that event, please spread the word. It is so helpful. Okay. A uh, quick couple more announcements. I just updated and revamped this tab on my website called Free Juicy Gifts. Oh, you guys, it is, it's so juicy. I'm so excited. So if you've been to my website before, you know that I have the free juicy video reel. And I've just upgraded that whole page. So all of my videos have gone to YouTube. They're also available. Uh, some of them are available on my Instagram IGTV story. Or I'm sorry, my IGTV channel. Um, only the ones that are less than 10 minutes make it on there. So YouTube's where it's at. So when you go to this page on my website, relationshipbadass.com, it says free juicy gifts and you go there and there's a button that'll take you to all the podcast episodes. There's a button that'll take you right to the YouTube channel. There's a button that'll take you to the pod, the blog posts or the blog. Yeah, the blog, um, my blog. And then if you scroll down, there's ev every download I've ever made now. I'm just going to pause and say there will be every download I've ever made. I'm still building this, so be patient with me, but it's already pretty loaded. Um, so these are, when I say downloads, these are ebooks, tip sheets, the basics of badass boundaries for beginners. That's on there. Uh, there's the 10 questions to invite deeper connection and greater understanding into your partnership. That's on there. There's the uh, mantras to quiet negative self-talk. So I've made all of these delicious free gifts for you guys over the years. And I was basically realizing like, damn, these just sit in my computer. You know, when I first release them, a bunch of you see them, but where can you find them down the road? Now there's a place. So if you ever want to absorb all of the free delicious content I've ever made, <laughs> it's really easy for you now. Head on over to relationshipbadass.com. Click on the free juicy gifts tab. And it's all there. It's all in one place. You don't have to go run over here to get the podcast and there to get the videos. It's all in one spot now. So I hope that that is valuable for you. And I hope you guys love and enjoy that, that little library of free juicy nuggets over there on the website. Yes. Okay. Final announcement for today. I am halfway through this incredible program called The Wealth of Self that I designed. It is a one-on-one -on -one program. It's all about, so one-on-one -on -one coaching program. So me and one other person uh, go into this three-month container together. And <clears throat> this whole program is designed around learning to understand and process your emotions in an empowering way. 
learning to transmute your pain into fuel, into power, turning those once perceived burdens into blessings, learning to create and enforce healthy boundaries, stepping into that effortless communication of your truth, of your needs, of your desires. I, speaking of speaking your desires, learning to actually identify and own your desires is a huge part of this program. It turns out there's so many of us that have actually lost touch with, how do I even know what I want? And so this, this program, it's so deep and beautiful. And I haven't even offered this program to the public before because I am in the midst of my first ever launch. And so whenever I launch a program for the first time, I don't even open it to the public. I do invite only. Um, I offer it to specific people who I feel would really thrive in there. And so I planned to do a beta round on this program with five women and I ended up taking six and uh, we are coming on the final month and like I'm just so elated and the feedback I'm getting these women what they're sharing with me is just wow like just the minute I signed up for this program my whole life started to shift and then you know two months in just the what I'm seeing is they're making those mindset those daily practice shifts those um shifting their relationship with their emotions and themselves and their past. So they're doing that work. And then simultaneously, they're becoming more in sync with the universe. And so I'm there. Some of these women are sharing with me, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but like literally all the perfect opportunities keep showing up. Like I found $5 on the street today. I've never found money in the street, just all of these things. And so I'm so fucking excited. It's very clear to me. I'll be launching this again. There's no doubt in my mind. And so I want you to know about this. If this program sounds like it's speaking to you, really dropping in and learning to be with our emotions, understand them. Sometimes, sometimes I say we don't need to understand them. Um, but really what it comes down to for me is cultivating this relationship with our emotions, which for me has helped me to access groundedness. Because when my emotions show up, I don't lose myself and lose my groundedness and go, oh no, this is, this is bad. I need to get away from this. We have a relationship. And so my whole life is different because of that. It's really beautiful. So if you are like, hmm, that might be something I'm interested in. This next round won't launch, won't start until February of 2020. So you've got a couple months until it actually starts. But there's a wait list. My one, this is the only way to work with me one-on-one -on -one right now is through this program, The Wealth of Self. So it's already sold out. I'm sold out through 2019 in terms of taking one-on-one -on -one clients. And so if you are like, hmm, The Wealth of Self, that sounds like something I might really be interested in. This, I might want to really step into 2020 in an empowering way and invest in myself and give myself the gift of self-love, connection my emotions, ease in my daily interactions, um, then this might be for you. So if that's you, follow the link in the show notes and you can get on my wait list for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I have a wait list going. There's already a couple people on it. So again, if this might be of interest to you, get on the wait list. The wait list, all it is is you putting in your name and something like that. So there's no commitment. But if you don't get on the wait list, then this opportunity may not even be available to you in February. So if there's even a chance that you might want to step into this program and rise up and do this for yourself, then I recommend you getting on the wait list so that you actually have the chance to get in on the next launch. So follow the link in the show notes to get on, my, on the wait list for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. The Wealth of Self is the name of the program. Mm, all right, and now... Without further ado, I bring you this unraveling conversation about what I like to call surrendered-based trust. Surrendered-based trust. What the fuck is that? <laughs> surrendered-based trust. This is a concept I came up with and as most concepts I create, they come from my own experience. So I started to realize some time ago that 
trust is pretty cheap. And that I can do all of this work to build my heart back up and to learn to trust again after I've been hurt. And then I can say, hey, new person, hey, new partner, hey, new business partner, hey, new friend, I trust you. Guess what? It's like a badge of honor. I trust you. I've been hurt. I've been betrayed. And yet I'm choosing again to open my heart and trust you. So I can do all that work and get to this place and think to myself, this is the time. This is the time that my trust won't be betrayed. This is the time I'll learn through experience that it is safe to open my heart. And then what happens? Inevitably, in some degree, some way, shape, or form, people disappoint us. People let down our expectations. People go through life being who they are. And that naturally disrupts our trust. So I started to realize, you know, that kind of trust, it's really cheap. And I'm really fucking sick of getting my heart broken and then saying, I'll never trust again. And then doing all this painful work of, can I trust? I don't know. Oh, I got a new partner. I'm going to resist. I'm going to self-sabotage because I'm scared to trust. Okay, I'm aware of my self-sabotage. I'm going to trust. Open my heart. Ah, this hurts. (laughs) I just got kind of sick of the cycle. And I thought, how could this be different? How could this be different? And so I started thinking just in my own life, because again, I could say, I trust Warren will never break my heart. And then sometime when he inevitably breaks my heart, like he has many times in the course of our many different relationships, (laughs) um, then it's like, now I can't trust anymore. Now I have to close my heart again. So I started thinking, it's really actually quite conditional and even controlling to put my trust based in your decisions about your own life. Do you see what I'm saying there? I started to realize it's almost controlling to say, I trust that you won't break my rule because it creates this story where it's like my whole trust is dependent on your decisions and that's a lot of weight for someone to carry and the truth is I am in support of every human being living a life that is in authentic alignment with who they really are. So sometimes that means feelings get hurt. Anyone who's been following me for a while knows that I'm not afraid to hurt feelings or to have my feelings hurt. Now I don't, you know, it's not a normal instance for me to go verbally attack someone or, or um, you know, show up with my heart closed and no compassion and just rip on them and like that's not what I mean by hurting people's feelings that is a way to do it but I'm thinking of there are instances where I'm just being who I am and then as a result someone else has hurt feelings so let me just share an example of that Um, I once had to I have a dear friend I was planning to go to her birthday party for weeks yes yes I'll be there and when the day showed up I had, this was bad planning on my part, but I had just hosted this incredible warrior woman retreat the day before. So I was energetically and physically exhausted from that. Um, The retreat ended in a night of me and my closest lady sipping some tequila, which I never do. So I had a little bit of a headache and my partner who was going to go with me backed out which meant I was going to have to make the hour and a half, that's how far away her party was, drive by myself and then home. And 
I checked in with myself and realized that was not an option. And so I reached out to her and said, I love you. I hope you have the most amazing birthday party. Um, I know I've been planning to come to your party today. And now that we're here in this moment, I've checked in. I'm completely exhausted and I have nothing to give. And I love you so much. And I won't be there tonight. And as a result, her feelings were hurt. And we had to repair that. We were, um, you know, we had a little uh, disconnection there, a little rift. And all is well now. We are deeply connected once again. Um, But that's an example where I'm just being myself. Now, some of you might look and say, well, Nikki, what you did is wrong because you broke a commitment. And that's okay. That's your opinion based on either your values or what you've been taught. Um, And that's okay. I'm okay with you seeing it that way. For me, I don't believe that I have to be any type of way or have to show up or have to do anything in order to be a quote-unquote good person. Um, I'm very, very lenient with myself. Like I'm very, I hold space for myself and I'm very flexible. There it is. Um, Yeah. So anyway, sometimes I'm going to be myself and as a result, My partner's feelings are going to be hurt. My mom's feelings are going to be hurt. My friend's feelings are going to be hurt. And so, first of all, let's just accept that and get okay with that and begin that journey right now of it's okay if feelings get hurt. Life was not an experience intended to avoid painful feelings. That's just what we've been sold. Because I got a pain reliever for that. Here, entertainment, avoid your pain. So pain's not bad. Anyway, I'm getting a little off topic here. Let's come back to trust. So if I say, I trust you, partner, not to hurt me. I trust you not to cheat on me. I trust you not to fill in the blank. That's what I call control-based trust. I trust you'll never do that again. I trust you'll never say that again. I trust you'll always greet me with a kiss when I come home. (laughs) Shit, I mean, I trust you. That right there, in its own way, is control-based trust. Now, I would say you could unpack that one a little bit more. Maybe you say, I trust you to make decisions in honor of who you are. And I recognize that sometimes I might not like that, and that's okay. That's, I like that way. That feels really authentic. Um, but again, the I trust you not to do this. I trust you not to hurt me. I trust you to only do this. That's what I'm calling control-based trust. And for me, control-based trust is what I call cheap. It's disposable. It's easily lost. It's easily broken, right? Oftentimes it kind of plays out like this. maybe I've been out of a relationship somewhat recently and my heart was completely broken and shattered and now I've been alone for the last six months just kind of rebuilding myself and now I've met someone new. And our interactions are ecstatic and I remember what love feels like and so I get into relationship with this new person. I open my heart right away because in the beginning, it feels so good. We don't even think about it. Of course, I'm going to open my heart. You're the most amazing person I've ever met. And then once we open our hearts, we say, I trust you. You, the one I've chosen to give the key to my heart. I trust you. And then that person Well, they go outside the bounds of your control-based trust, inevitably, because they're a human living their life based on their needs. So then you close your heart because they've broken your trust. And this often leads to the story that looks like, well, I can never trust again. How could I ever open my heart again? And when I meet those people, my heart breaks because love is 
the entire reason we're here. And to go through life closing ourselves off to the possibility of love, that to me is just a very heartbreaking narrative. And so you guys, as always, I got you. (laughs) There's a better way. I cracked the code. Because I'm like sitting there like, okay, there's got to be a way to trust where it's not so easily broken and just like surface and cheap and based on someone else's decisions. In my relationship, okay, I'll just use the most easy example that ever most people can relate to. But both Warren and I have gone outside the bounds of our relationships in a sexual way. And so I've had that moment where our agreements were broken. And it was so, I'm just going to name it. It was fucking awesome last time this happened. So Warren's shared this with me twice in our three years together, different things. And so last time he shared something with me that he had to share an experience he had that went outside our um, constructed boundaries at that time. And so when he shared it with me, I was really into this surrendered-based trust thing just with myself. I wasn't talking about it or anything like that. I was just trying it on. And he looked at me and said, this is what happened this weekend. This is what I need to tell you. And... For the first time in my life, I've had a handful of experiences of men having to share news like this with me at different points in my life. He shared it with me, and he was, in his experience, he had, I think he was in his sadness when he was sharing this, imagining he was feeling scared, he didn't know how I was going to react. And I could just hear him, and I could see him. And the shame and the fear and the sadness. And when he shared this news with me, I literally, all I could feel was compassion for him. And I said, oh, that sounds like it was really, it's been really hard for you to face. And so what followed for the next few minutes was almost confusion. And he was kind of like, wait, are you going to yell at me? I was like, you know, I... I don't feel that desire. It's so weird. He's like, what? Are you upset? And I like checked in with myself and my chest felt clear, completely clear. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And so we were exploring this and basically, I mean, how it ended up resolving was he shared it with me. I was able to hear what he was sharing while keeping my heart open. And so I was able to really understand his position and what that experience was like for him mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And I wasn't taking the act personally. So when he shared with me what happened, I didn't think to myself, oh, this is because I'm a terrible girlfriend. Oh, this is because I'm not good enough. Oh, this is because I suck. I was just able to be present with his experience of sharing this occurrence with me. So that was really interesting. And it's been a few months since this. And because I was kind of suspicious, like, hmm, am I numbing? Like, do I just not feel it yet? And it's been a few months. And that's all it ever was. I I never needed to punish or yell at him or make him feel bad. I didn't even need an apology. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's never happened to me before. What's going on here? And <clears throat> I think a really big piece of it was this surrendered-based trust that I had already surrendered into. And so I'm going to get to what this surrendered-based trust is in just a moment. But first, I want to say that that story I shared is not, I'm not sharing that by any means to 
give any of you the idea that you need to be able to receive your partner's news of going, you know, infidelity or going outside the bounds of your relationship and just remain calm. That is not what I'm saying. I just want to make that very clear. I am sharing that example because it, a, a large part of that experience was the surrendered based trust I had in my heart, which is what we're talking about today. Now, the other piece is, of course, I am a relationship coach. I have been studying relationships and human beings, the psychology of humans extensively and regularly for the last three years, and I have a practice where I work with clients. So I'm doing this stuff all the time, so that's another piece of this. Um, You know, growth and relationships literally is my life. Um, So yeah, I just want to name that and um, sort of, Protect against any comparisonitis or anything like that that's showing up. Not the purpose of the story. You are perfect where you are. I promise you are right at the exact point on the journey that you are meant to be on. So love this moment because you will never be here again. So surrender-based trust you guys I'm really excited about this idea this feels like a good one a big one so what is surrender based trust so remember control based trust it's I trust you not to hurt me I trust you not to ever do that again I trust that you'll make the right decision here's what surrender based trust is I trust life I trust what happens I trust this moment. I trust that all of this is happening for me, even when it hurts. I trust this experience, even though I don't know where it's going. I trust this sometimes scary and challenging process. I trust that life is on my side. I trust that this is happening for a reason. This is surrendered-based trust. And this type of trust cannot be broken. It literally can't be broken. Because it's saying, I trust that whatever is happening right in this moment is exactly what needs to happen for my most authentic, fulfilled life of growth and love. (laughs) And so while the other trust is quite conditional and based on a very specific behavior from a very specific person oftentimes, This trust is based on life, spirit. It's not conditional. And the way you try this on is by remembering that in life, we come here to earth to have a bunch of experiences. And through those experiences, we have the chance and opportunity to live, laugh, fall in love, relate, connect, adventure, explore, and my favorite part of the whole thing, to grow. And so not everyone, especially in this lifetime, will become a growth person, so to speak, will, um, you know, see growth, the growth path as their path. That won't happen for everyone and that's okay. However, I imagine if you're listening to this podcast that you are into growth um, or you're at least somewhat curious and once, once you're living life for growth, which is what I would say, there's so much more, but at the end of the day, I know that everything I'm experiencing is allowing me to grow. Grow into what? A more grounded, centered, authentic, conscious, present being of love 
that's where I'm headed, you guys. And <clears throat> so if I know that to be true, if I know I'm just here on earth, having experiences that are helping me to look at the places that need attention, the wounds that need care, and are helping me to grow and transmute my pain into power. If that's, if I know that is happening, then I can trust life easily. Because I know deep down that everything going on in some way, shape, or form is... <clears throat> helping me stay along my path. So this, I was talking to a client today, and, and this is another thing that could be helpful. <clears throat> Did you, have you ever had an experience that felt so deeply gut-wrenching and painful at the time? Like, the worst thing ever at the time. And now, in retrospect, you can look back and actually say, damn, that fucking hurt. That ripped my heart open. That was the most pain I've ever been in. And I'm so fucking grateful that happened. Do you have an experience like that in your life? I have a few Um the one that feels, there's two really that feel quite prominent. And one of those is when my mom died in 2016. And I mean, there I've never had a greater pain in my whole fucking life. And it wasn't a pain that went away a day, a week, a month, or a year later. And yet, looking back in retrospect, holy shit. I wouldn't be the woman I am today if that didn't happen. Something happened to <clears throat> not present, wild, partying, 23-year-old, kind of addicted to drugs, Nikki, when her only living parent just dropped dead all of a sudden. It shook me up. It shook my core to the point that it actually woke me up to my life. And it helped me realize that I was living a life with no meaning because I was avoiding my emotional and internal experience and pain. What's up, badasses? I'm interrupting today's episode for a quick reminder that in January of 2020, myself and Miss Molly Curtis of Root Balance Rise will be launching our 12-week group educational and coaching program called the you me and the we this is a 12-week online group coaching experience where you integrate skills and practices that return you to your personal power this is a program designed around self-sovereignty and relational mastery Join me and Molly Curtis as we utilize our unique gifts together in this unique dynamic program. You see, Molly comes from over eight years of yoga, embodiment practices, and getting in touch with the self. My background for the last three and a half years has been largely on studying humans in relationship, the psychology of intimacy, and how we show up differently when we are witnessed by another than we show up differently on our own. So from this newfound soul center, you will extend into all relationships with boundaries, finesse, and an intimate relationship with Eros. This is for you. If you often find that you lose yourself in relationships, if you find that you're dependent on your partner to be your other half, to regulate your mood and energy. Maybe you don't have a partner, but you're out there searching for your other half, that which will complete you and help you to feel whole. Maybe it's you out there who's in partnership and find it difficult to see your own personal goals anymore. You find that your priorities are fully entangled with your relationship. 
And maybe with that, it's harder and harder to speak your truth or even harder to find your truth as the two of you have become so intertwined and intertangled. Do you want to feel worshipped by your partner and learn how to worship them in return? This program is for you. Do you ever find yourself in arguments where you're trying to prove that you're right? This program is for you. We are so fucking stoked to have you guys. So fucking stoked. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, hell yeah, sign me up, get me up in there. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We want to connect with you and get to know you a little bit. So follow the link in the show notes if you are interested in the you, the me, and the we. It will take you to a simple form. You will put your name and your email in, and from there, Molly and I will know to reach out to you directly. Now, if you don't even need to talk to us because you're so sure that this is the most epic and aligned program that has fallen into your experience. (laughs) Then you just follow the other link in the show notes, which will take you right to the information page. You can learn more and you can reserve your place. So the you, the me, and the we, you will leave transformed. All right, back to your awesome episode. I found a lot of really great ways to numb that out. And so in retrospect... I'm grateful for that experience, the experience of losing my mom at age 23. That experience has allowed me to connect and serve and love so many beautiful humans who have lost a parent and don't know who to reach to or what to do. I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many blessings. Another example is when my partner left me my ex-partner before Warren. Oh, man. I mean, I was already in such deep grief with my mom. It was just seven and a half months after she died. And then he left, and oh, my God. I mean, I had this story of, like, I'm that super sad girl whose mom died and no one's ever going to love me because I'm just super sad even my own boyfriend left me. You know, like, it it was very deeply painful, and... Oh, I mean, I'll be honest, that was more painful than when my mom died. It was like, and it just, it was like a stab on top of a bullet wound. And I mean, holy shit. Looking back now, I'm so thankful that happened. Oh my God, he freed me. He freed me from a dynamic that was toxic and not compassionate nor was it serving any of us not to mention he opened up my eyes so that I could see the beautiful man who had been sitting in front of me for six years at that point and that was Warren who I'm now madly and hopelessly in love with (laughs) so much he's so amazing he's the greatest he's the greatest match for me right now He's the greatest match for me right now. He's such a beautiful, unique, brilliant human. Ah, All right, I won't get too goopy on you guys. So these are examples of experiences I can look back on. I can touch back into that pain. I can feel it, acknowledge it. Mm. And then I can say, oh, yeah. These are the reasons I'm grateful that really painful thing happened. And so this is helpful in actually embodying that surrendered-based trust. Because maybe you're thinking, yeah, right, why would I trust life? I just got dumped. My heart is fucking broken. What are you talking about? And so I'm just offering that. Maybe you can remember a time when your heart felt fucking broken in the past. When you felt completely, completely destroyed, distraught, lost, broken, fucked up, insane. And you can remember the blessings that came out of that and say, oh yeah, I didn't know what life was up to in the moment, but 
there was a bigger meaning there and I'm really thankful that happened. Surrendered based trust. It cannot be broken. It's trusting that whether it feels amazing or it feels like hell, it's happening for me. There's something for me here. I was in Maui a few, it's been almost a month now, about 20 days since I've returned and I was there for three weeks and while I was out there, Warren and I were going through it. We had a lot of stuff come up between us and um, we're in the midst of playing with, redefining the bounds of our relationship. Um, seeing, you know, th- we're about three years in together and seeing, okay, what, what now? How do we want to grow together now? And so we were in the midst of that process and then we were apart for about 10 days. And so we were having some conversations while we were apart and something happened and I felt hurt by what happened. And so then we were talking about that and then my hurt turned into, you know, I, I, we, we parted ways and then I called him later because I was processing and I hit a point in processing where I got mad. And instead of just being with my madness and being with my anger, that was pretty uncomfortable. So I did that unconscious thing where I called my partner because I wanted him to know I was mad. And that gave me a little bit of relief inside my own body, inside my own chest, like, oh, okay, whew, I'm not holding this anger by myself now. Um, so it did give me momentary relief. However, I was not very grounded. Um, I was not grounded at all. I was not in my body and I was not using tools or any of the communication things I teach. I was just going for about an hour. So much so that by the time that conversation was over, we were so disconnected. Warren's heart was completely closed and it was like, okay, well, I just hated that last hour and now I want to go die. (laughs) Bye. Ever had a conversation like that where it's just not what you thought it was going to be and maybe you just feel kind of blamed and yelled at the whole time? I'm I'm imagining that's how Warren felt. And so after that conversation, that's when the real shit came up. Because then we were postured, we were defensive, we were closed-hearted, and we were 3,000 miles away from each other. And so for the rest of that week, we, we took space and we didn't really talk. It was deeply painful. The little girl inside of me wanted to say, please talk to me, tell me you love me. But I knew I just had to be with that discomfort. I had to be in it. And so what helped me more than fucking anything what through that experience was surrendered based trust I mean let me paint a picture for you guys this was so I think the the phone call that really started the the disconnect was on like a Tuesday and then we didn't talk again until really that Saturday so that's like Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday four full days and then he didn't come out till that next Monday night so we didn't see each other after the disconnect for seven whole days almost six so I'm just noticing my chest my heart beating a little bit faster just as I even tap into this story so a lot happened in those four days I was on a remote island where I know nobody I went to Maui by myself because I was invited out there to watch someone's land for a few weeks, a friend of mine. Absolutely gorgeous, beautiful island, beautiful land I was privileged to stay on. And yet, I was completely alone. Now, that's not true because I have myself, but I didn't have any other external Sources of comfort, sources of company, um, sources of reflection, right? I was literally on an island where I knew nobody, staying on a 40-acre property 
So I'm literally the only human on this 40 acres. And the place I was staying, you know, it was like a bunch of big properties connected. It's not like a little town where you like walk around and see people. Like, no, it was me with all of my emotions and all of my fears about losing this partnership coming up. And then that brought up all of my attachments. So then I was dealing with the fact that I actually had living attachments to an idea about my future with Warren. So I had to face all of that, which I don't know if you've ever done attachment work, but it's deeply painful to consciously choose to um, rid yourself of attachments that are deeply rooted. So I'm going through all of this and not to mention I'm in Maui. The house I was staying at had like super limited internet. So I didn't have the vice of like, oh, let's watch a movie and escape this. Let's let's go on. Let's I couldn't like stream things. So I didn't have TV. Um, These are like these would be some of my normal vices when I'm really uncomfortable. You know, watch a TV show, smoke weed. I chose not to bring weed with me and I was going through a bit of a cleansing. Um, But normally, you know, weed would be a vice. And so I was just in this position where I was feeling so much pain and I didn't have any of my normal distractions with me. I wasn't in my home with my things and my comforts and I was completely alone on an island. I was in it, you guys. I couldn't see my clients. Like I was, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Every day I went to the ocean and would just jump in the water and hold my breath and float with the huge waves of the tide for hours. I would just lay on my back and just float and the waves would pull me, you know, 10, 15 feet up sometimes and I would just ride them because I just, I needed to surrender. I didn't, there was nothing to do, you know? I just had to be. And so... I just kept telling myself, like literally those four days, I can, oh, I can just feel it. I'm right back there in my mind. It was like in between, like nonstop, like like sobs of just like, like so anxious and scared and all these things. I would just be like, literally like gasping out in between sobs, like, I, I trust this. I trust what happens. Literally like that. It was so hard, but I was like, I have to remember that I trust this. And so, although I was experiencing the depths of my sadness, of my fear, of my attachment in a really painful way, I never hit a point where I was like, holy shit, life is fucked. Because I knew deep down that whatever the fuck is going on, this is happening for me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I just kept remembering that surrendered-based trust. And so it allowed me to be present with my pain but not to lose myself and become my pain. And, you know, it also was really great because when Warren and I did come together for conversation on Monday night when he flew into Maui, this is about six days after the original incident, it's like it felt so good to come to him and, you know, emotional, but also with this centered trust and just say, dude, I'm, I'm scared too. And like, I don't really know what's happening, but I trust this. And that just felt, I felt like a badass, honestly. Like instead of showing up like, oh, I just don't know if I could ever trust you again. And like, ah, 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 I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's about to happen between us, but I trust it. I trust what the fuck's about to happen. And I'm scared as hell. <laughs> Warren has asked me a time or two in situations when we're discussing the bounds of our relationship, the boundaries, the physical boundaries, the emotional boundaries with other people. 
And so Warren was sharing, like, doesn't he basically, he said, doesn't it, I don't, he said, doesn't it worry you that if I'm out there connecting with all these other women that I could fall in love with them? Like, you know? And I said, does it worry me? No. Do I acknowledge that? Oh, yeah. But I guess the reason it doesn't worry me is because if you really went out there into the world and were just connecting and being yourself with other people, and what ended up happening was that you genuinely fell in love with someone else and then said, I've fallen in love with this person and this is who I want to be in partnership with. Well, damn, that's your truth. That is your truth. If that's your truth, that's what I want for you and for me because I trust life. So I don't want to stop you from making connections so that you don't hopefully one day make the connection that has you leaving me because if that's really your story and there's another connection that's a more aligned fit for you as a partner, well, then that's who I want you to be with, even though that, of course, leaves my heart feeling broken. And I still want that for you. It hurts me, and I still want you to have it because that's your truth, and that's what's going to lead you to your ultimate alignment and joy. So I trust it. I trust what's happening. And that's the truth. If Warren fell in love with someone else, I would be absolutely heartbroken. And I would trust that. I would. Because, like, again, when my partner broke up with me, it was so painful. I was fighting it. I was so sad. And yet, look what was, look what was awaiting on the other side. Hmm. So this is surrendered based trust. And I invite you in this moment to join me over here. It's really beautiful. And for me, it's given me a whole new appreciation for life and her full spectrum experience. You know, I used to I was so incited with life. Like I only appreciated the good things. I used to say, I love surprises. And the truth was, I loved pleasant surprises. Sure, if you throw me a surprise birthday party, you surprise me with a present or a dessert or a kiss. <laughs> but I did not like surprises. When surprises were unpleasant, I closed my heart. I became judgmental towards the situation, towards life made up stories about what it meant about me, fate, all of these things, and really just perpetuated this really painful, disempowering story around the whole thing. And so now I choose surrendered-based trust and I open myself to life in all of her full-spectrum magnificence, in all of her colorful experiences, and I don't demonize the humanness of my experience nor the divine moments of my experience. And I don't honor the divine moments any more than I honor the messy, imperfect human moments. They're all moments. They're all so valuable and they're all here for you. So if you feel if you feel a little verberation in your cells in your bones right now, if you're like, oh fuck yeah to this, um, let me know, dude. Let's start a revolution. <laughs> Surrendered base, trust. Um, no, but I'm gonna be talking about this a lot more. But seriously, if you're digging this, uh, do me a favor, take a screenshot of you listening to this, go throw it on your you know, Facebook profile, your Instagram story, tag me at Relationship Badass and share. I just learned about surrender-based trust. Who's curious? Um, spread the good word, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is surrender-based trust and this is the trust I choose to wear nowadays. 
So will you join me? Let me know, as always. You know I love to hear from you guys. You can shoot me an email, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about this episode, about this concept. Feel free to leave me a rating and review. And if you don't have time for that, at the very least, hit that subscribe button. It's right there at the top of the page. Every subscriber counts. I appreciate it so very much. (laughs) All right, y'all. This is Surrendered Based Trust. One of my new jams. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation today. I love you. I honor you. And I will catch you in the next episode.